Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hello, everybody. I am Ross Morasso, and welcome to the show. My guest today, Tammy Lowell, Master Herbalist, based out of Florissant, Colorado, part of the, I believe, Lakota Nation. And she, yes, as you could find her at oyateherbals.com, O-Y-A-T-E-H-E-R-B-A-L-S for herbals. And what I find fascinating about this is that a lot of her recipes are hundreds, if not maybe even, you know, over a thousand years old as they go all the way back to time and earth itself. Tammy, welcome back to the show. (laughs) Thanks, Ross. Good to be here. Happy New Year to you. (laughs) Same to you. You know, as I'm... Sitting here in uh, our cold winter months, I'm sorry to say that I am not in Florida. However, not that they're necessarily being spared. Sicknesses abound, right? Sniffles and coughs and eye-watering. You know, what do you have that can help us with this stuff? How do I get through my winter? Oh, you need to boost that immune system. So we've got several different options. Um, A lot of people really... uh, uh, sway towards elderberry. Um, you have echinacea, astragalus, um, osha root. Osha is very sacred to the Lakota. Um, we use that in a lot of our sacred ceremonies. Um, so there's those are probably my go-tos. Um, <clears throat> I do make a tincture that actually has a combination of all of them that is designed. It's all called Moon Boost. Um, and I actually had several different people that when COVID hit, when the pandemic really hit, um, have taken it and have avoided it altogether. So, I mean, the, the key to staying healthy is taking care of yourself. Keep that immune system, you know, up there so it can fight against anything that's going to come around. Uh, you know, we've talked in the past or us about CBDs that also helps boost that immune system, helps with that, you know, endocannabinoid system. And so there's a lot of options. But the main thing is, is boost that immunity, eat healthy, drink water, Vitamins, <laughs> vitamin Bs. <laughs> Get our rest, right? Yes, yeah, good rest, you know, take care of yourself. I mean, that's that's huge to be able to keep a, live a healthier, happier lifestyle. Let me ask you, to backing up a bit, you were rattling off some uh, natural <laughs> ingredients there. So like elderberries, yeah. you know, and some of these I, I've never heard of. Um, how was it if you know, and this goes, you know, this goes back a minute, but you've been trained, Right to be yeah. an herbalist over, you know, over yes. the years. And so where do these, you know, where do these things come from? Where's elderberries come from? Well, the, actually elderberries is very abundant through the United States. So it's been something that has been used for hundreds of years. Um, people used to make, uh, you know, elderberry syrups and things, or they would just eat them, you know, put them in their foods as indigenous cultures would. And that's how they started realizing that it was, um, you know, healthy for him. Most of all of the the stuff that has been researched in science is taken from the indigenous cultures all over the world. So I was, just thought of a cynical joke in my head of like, I'm sorry, do you mean to believe that the United States culture is ripping off other cultures? That happens? No, <laughs> so, no. that would never happen, Ross. So, so elderberries, <laughs> you could you could just eat these straight up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, if you eat them in high quantities, they may give you a little bit of a belly ache because they'll definitely flush your system out. What do they taste um, like? But they're, um, they're actually a sweet berry. You know, they're not too bad. So um, 
um, you know, depending on, there's a couple of different kinds. You've got regular elderberry, which is a red one. And then you have black elderberry, which I actually lean towards because it, it's higher in antioxidants. Uh, it also carries a higher vitamin C uh, content to it. So, and that, you know, that vitamin C's, vitamin A, vitamin D, though, you know, zinc, all of those you can either, you know, go and take as a supplement, uh, but you always want to make sure you get something that doesn't have all the fillers in it, or you can just lean towards uh, like elderberry and other herbs that actually has them in the plant or the berry naturally. It's something I've heard you mention this before, echinacea. And that's another, it's a, it's a $2 word, but I think that a lot of us have heard that. Um, what is echinacea? Echinacea is a plant. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's actually, they, it's actually put in a, if you want to do, I, I won't get into the botanical forms uh, with you, but it's, it's a weed um, and it, it is growing in and it flourishes uh, in very many areas of the United States. Uh, the best thing to use on it is like the leaves or the the flowering part of it has the most um, botanical benefits for you. Now I'm going to kind of keep running down this list, so I'm going to have a few standard questions. So with these leaves, <laughs> is this something that you can eat directly or does it need to be uh, processed in some way? No, actually, you can eat it directly. You know, um, it's... I have people that, that use uh, the echinacea flour. They'll take it and put it inside their salads just to help, you know, boost the immune system. And it doesn't taste disgusting? Um, there's an acquired taste, I'll tell you that, you know. But us herbalists and, and people who like to go down the botanical road, um, we have an acquired taste after years of doing it. <laughs> now, if a tincture... I think is something that I think you've told me in the past, you put this under your tongue, right? Correct. So yes. in that case, you might be getting some of the uh, flavor in there. A little bit. And echinacea is really not that pungent. Okay. It depends on how strong you actually make that tincture. So I like a one to three combination. You start making a one to one combination and it's going to be a little bit more pungent. Got it. So you would, you listed off five or six of these particular herbs that are good for the immune system. What were some of the other ones you referenced? Uh, astragalus. All right. So that's definitely one I've never heard of before. So what's astragalus? It sounds like it's a astragalus big Astragalus is also <laughs> another, yeah, it's also another flowering plant. Okay. Um, and they, you can use, you can use the flower, you can use the leaf, you can use the root of, of the whole plant. So I like to use the entire plant because you're not missing any of uh, the essential minerals or anything that would be inside of it that would be beneficial for you medicinally. So, but astragalus works very, very well. Um, you People don't seem to build up an immunity uh, as much to astragalus as they do to echinacea. After use of echinacea over time, your body can start building up an immunity to it and it doesn't seem to be as effective. So the combination is really, an, is, is really nice using it together. So would you take astragalus, you take the whole plants so of potentially, you know, roots and then the stalk and the branches, leaves, and would, would that all be like ground up together and that way you kind of get an evened, an evened out mixture of everything the plant has to offer? Correct. Yeah. And you could, you could, you know, then put it into a, a really nice herbal uh, combination for a tea, um, mix it with, you know, I have some people that like mixing it with um, eucalyptus. 
um, astragalus and eucalyptus because it, it it boosts the immunity and eucalyptus uh, opens up the pores and things like that. They'll they'll do that. They'll add it with skull cap, um, which is another really good antioxidant and antibacterial type of uh, uh, an herb. So they they like it in tea a lot. They'll mix it there. I am a tincture person. I like my teas, but tinctures are so much easier. You can just you know, carry it with you, you know, use it in, in any part of the day. You don't have to worry about it. You just drop it under your tongue, hold it for a count of 20, and off you go. <laughs> so explain to me a tincture then. Is this, so this is a bottle of liquid or a powder or like what, what is, when you say a tincture, like what, what do I have in my hand and then how do I use it? Um, well, uh, there's a couple of different forms of tinctures. You can get ones, you can either um, have it in a alcohol form, which um, you basically you know, heat it to a certain point, derive the the medicinal parts into um, the grain alcohol, and then you have your tincture. They're a little bit more pungent, a um, little harder to stand. Uh, so I think that's why a lot of people that have tried herbs, because it's probably the most common, it kind of sways away from tinctures because it, it, it you know, with, with the alcohol, the, the is it, it can be very strong. Um, you get a longer shelf life, uh, but I prefer what's called a glycerite. Um, and I use a, uh, organic vegetable glycerin. It's more plant-based, mm, okay. um, a lot healthier for you. And it has a sweeter taste to it. So it's much more pleasant on the tongue. And then do I put on top of my tongue, under my tongue? How long do I leave it in my mouth for? Underneath your tongue. You're going to, you're going to put it under your tongue and the, the go-to is about count to 20 and hold and then swallow. Okay. So astragalus that was the last one what was it was another one that you had mentioned uh osha root osha, osha root or we root. also call it bear root um that osha has been used for centuries by the lakota uh it's a very very sacred root um it's used in many many of our ceremonies of our sweat lodges our sun dances um so, but it also is very good to help boost the immunity. It also strengthens the lungs and helps uh, with lung tissue. So it's really nice because it, it, it targets uh, certain areas of the body, especially the upper respiratory sinuses. Um, so that way it's a great complement to some of the other, like the astragalus or the echinacea. Okay. And are, the, where, are the, all these found in the United States or do you have to go internationally to drum up all these different herbs and uh, the ones that I've spoke about I can usually get in the United States um, but I do go internationally for a lot of my other herbs um, yeah I actually had to when I built uh, my late husband's uh, phytotherapy tincture for his cancer um, I people we joked because I literally went to Siberia to get some of the herbs they're like you know, kind of, you know I had to go to Siberia well I did I had to message you know, some herbalists that I know over there to get a specific herb called mountain jamander. Um, and it's the only place that it grows, that you can get it and get it fresh in bulk. You know, for some of us who are uh, maybe thinking we want to be a little more cavalier about this, are there dangers of wolfing some of these things down, you know, not under any sort of supervision by someone such as yourself? Oh, absolutely. There's still, there's still medicine. It's, it's, just because it's a plant, oh yeah, it can still have a lot of very powerful effects on the body. I would never recommend anybody just go out and go, oh yeah, no, I need some dandelion, you know, to 
to take care of this. But in high doses, dandelion is going to keep you sitting on the toilet for a while. (laughs) I mean, and that's just the minor effects of it. So yeah, there's, I absolutely recommend talk to a professional herbalist, talk to somebody who knows what they're doing, because yeah, you can hurt yourself. You could have side effects with any type of a prescription medication that you're taking. You could have major effects that could harm you. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so getting away a little bit uh, from just boosting our immune system, Mm -hmm. Uh, if we got sick, can these things help us on the other side of the fence there too? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, There have have been several of my clients that ended up with COVID um, or with the flu or whatever. Uh, The best thing to do, though, is like, you know, preventative, preventative. I mean, you know... (laughs) predictable is preventable, I always say. So if you can prevent it, it's great. But if you can't, and it does happen, um, if you do end up getting sick, start immediately. The minute you start thinking about those kind of things, you can still add all of the immune stuff. You still have to boost the immunity to start out with. But there are, um, one of my best go-tos is oregano oil. Oregano oil is an antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral. Um, so it really is great for sinus infections. Um, it's even known to kill strep throat. Hmm. So yes, there are herbs out there. I mean, my, like I said, it's been one of my go-tos for years is oregano oil. Um, and you get that in your system fairly quickly, depending on if it's like RSV or, you know, some type of an upper respiratory, it can usually really get you if you're, uh, uh, adding it in with the other, um, immune boost, uh, herbs and vitamins, you can turn this around in just a couple, two, three days and start feeling better and kick it and not have to worry about going to a physician to get some type of an antibiotic. Because even if it's if it's viral, they don't give you antibiotics for that anymore anyway. So yeah, they're just like, you ride it out. <laughs> yeah. Give it two weeks and come back to me if something's still going on, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and we don't but yeah, oregano time. oil and all of that stuff, that will definitely short the, shorten the duration of the virus. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, you said virus. You also had mentioned antifungal, right? So yes, um, you can get sometimes things on like your nails or they have um, like if you're looking at traditional medicine like the like a lotrimin or something, right? Like that would be something that would be designed to help with that. So can something like an oregano oil or other things that you have do the job in place of something like a lotrimin? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Oregano oil and tea tree I use a lot of times topically in my healing salves uh, to help people with different um, type of funguses. Uh, A lot of times they'll they'll uh, use it for psoriasis and eczema because that can, that can come from a, a fungus as well. Not always, but yeah. Right. So bacteria and fungus, right. That's an alive organism. And so is like uh, oregano oil just considered poison to these bacteria and funguses? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It kills it off. Yeah. Yeah. Tea tree or melaleuca is another good one. That is, that is also, I don't, um, I'm not somebody who recommends tea tree oil to take internally. I'm more of a topical person on it. Um, and then the oregano oil, you could do, you could go both ways. You could go either internal or topical with that one. Now, is there any risk? Like if someone gets a rash and they're not sure what it is, and as you say, prevention is key, but then the next step would be is to tackle an ailment as soon as possible. 
right, if you did have it. So is oregano right. oil something that if we had some redness or something somewhere, we could just put on our hand, like, just to be on the safe side, or do you not want to use it unless you have an issue? Uh, depending on the form. Um, mm-hmm. I don't recommend any type of an essential oil because it's so concentrated without some type of a carrier. I never tell people to put any type of essential oils directly on the skin. Um, now, on a tincture form where it's not as concentrated, sure, you could you could put a couple of drops on there and see if it does help uh, the redness or the itching um, and you can go from there. I mean, a lot of times that is a, a good start to see if that rash is coming from um, fungus versus, you know, another type of form of that would have caused it. Okay. So you do essential oils as well? Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said they're more highly concentrated. You want to put them directly on the skin. So what is the application for that? Like if I got an essential oil from you that you said would help me with something, you know, how, how do I use it then? Um, I would recommend you put it inside of a carrier oil or I can do that for you. Mm. Um, I carry uh, several different uh, lotions that already have the essential oils put into it at the right uh, menstruation. So that way it's going to be effective for what you're doing topically. Um, and that way you don't have to do it. But yeah, if somebody just wants to buy the essential oil, um, I do have different types of carriers that you can use for it. There's roller bottles, um, you know, and then you just want to make sure that, that uh, you use my recommendations on how you're going to mix them together to put it. And it's drops, literally just drops inside of these carriers. You're not putting a half a bottle. It's drops. <laughs> so is yeah, it like, I can't a, stress like, that enough. like a 10 to one sort of thing, like it, as you would be diluting it or? Uh, more like a 20 to one. Oh, okay. So they are very, yeah. very concentrated. Very highly concentrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can ask you, you say all these new terms. What's a, what's a roller bottle? <laughs> A roller bottle basically looks just like a long uh, perfume tube that has oil in it, and it has a roller on it, kind of like it, like a deodorant would be, but okay. it's very small and thin. And you can just roll it on to the pulse points or wherever you need, um, you know. And it's a very not, not nice application, um, so that way you don't have to worry about carrying something large like a, a lotion bottle with you. They're very compact. Women like them um, to put on their, you know, some of, I have some of them that wear them just as like a perfume and a natural sense versus, you know, a synthetic cologne. For those of you who've tuned in, not at the exact beginning here, I'm talking with Tammy Lowell, um, Native American from Lakota Nation, and uh, master herbalist. And we're talking about how to not get sick. And then if you happen to, how to get healthy quicker. And so we're running through. She's giving me a big science lesson here. And I want to shift gears just a little bit here. Before before I do that, though, you can find her at oyateherbals.com. And that's O-Y-A-T-E herbals.com. So something else that you deal with, and I, I'm really fascinated by this topic. I could talk about it endlessly, is now this emergence of CBDs. Yes. And you, you hear anywhere from it's a bunch of hocus pocus to a straight up miracle drug. But as I'm noticing, as the longer time has gone on, so since 2018, um, the government has uh, approved CBDs for use nationwide, so long as it's been removed from the THC component of the cannabis plant. And Correct. as time has gone on, the naysayers and the hocus pocusness of it, my term, um, is starting, it seems like, 
fortunately being drowned out now by actual data coming in. So you have these customers, and of course you're in Colorado, right? So you were on one of the ground zeros of the legalization movement. You know, how are you feeling about uh, cannabinoids, CBDs, in terms of prevention versus, uh, um, you know, cure or treatment for things? Oh, I think that's it's it's a wonderful start, especially for for prevention. Um, You know, it it directly works with that endocannabinoid system, which is directly related to our thyroid, our thymus, everything that is connected to our base system that we need to restore homeostasis the way our body is supposed to be. So if we can do that and be able to rebalance that so our bodies can do what they're designed to do, hey, that's huge. And that's why it is such, you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, it's a miracle. It cures everything. Well, yes and no. It's got that great anti-inflammatory properties. It's got a lot of relaxation properties. It has all that, but the best property is it helps you restore your own natural balance so your body can heal itself. So you, know, you can't find another another plant out there that has it in that high quantities for that's out there. It's got the highest quantities of the cannabis, the cannabinoids to be able to help you. So, yeah, I think it's a wonderful thing. Have has uh, science yet or studies yet? learned specifically what to to the best of your knowledge i mean i think there's been enough studies to say it's helping with this ailment or that ailment like that's starting to become sort of undisputable i've been reading online since getting to know you about massive universities the mayo clinic i mean real big institutionalized type institutions and organizations that are studying this stuff and coming off with results have you heard about any of the specifics as to like why it's working like what exactly it's doing and how it's interacting with our body? Um, well, and like I just mentioned, that, that direct connection with the the thyroid glands, oh. the thymus, everything, that central healing system, and the way it works with the synapters of the brain to be able to rebalance things, um, you know, having that there is huge. And that's one of the biggest um, reasons why I started using it. Um, it also... They've uh, and you said you've been doing your research, but it also shows well any anti-inflammatory. I mean, pain comes from inflammation ninety percent of the time. Even even for like the cancer industries, helping with the um, uh, treatments of people with um, chemo and radiation, it's helping with appetite. It's it 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 does. Um, uh, helps with nausea, things like this. And they're, they're huge about that on what it can do. It, and they've done studies of having where it does have enter anti-cancer properties in it. So it's, it's huge. It's, it's, I've, I, I, and there's, there's more studies all the time. Um, I think the last time we had talked, I'd given you a, uh, the website. Um, I don't know if he was able to go to that, that had the top 20, um, uh, universities that were studying this at that point in time, um, which for people can always go back and listen on Spotify because I found all of our stuff on Spotify recently. Yes, we're so. available on Spotify. 
Yes. Yeah. So it was really kind of cool. So anybody who hasn't been able to hear the other ones, go to Spotify because it's got some great, you know, great information on the last one we talked about with the CBD. So is uh, with cancer treatments, you know, backing up 10 years, you know, there was more of a, as a supplement to your cancer treatments, um, using cannabis in its totality, including the psychoactive, the THC component. Is yes. the... Are, is CBD starting to be looked at by cancer treatment um, organizations as being the piece that we needed and they don't feel the need to use the sort of other side of the cannabis plant and it's just CBD or, is, or, or are they still using both? I should ask. I don't think I, yeah, yeah, I don't think they're quite there yet. They're absolutely entertaining it. They're looking at it as, um, a alternative or an addition to their treatments, they're not totally against it anymore. They're willing to say, yeah, okay, it's not affecting the chemo. It's not affecting the uh, radiation treatments. So they're allowing cancer patients to use it more often now. It's more acceptable. I don't think they're thinking of it more on, oh, well, this is this is helping or to help benefit. They're still on the fence with that from everybody that I'm dealing with. Okay. So with, uh, well, you know, change comes slowly, right? Um, With uh, your store, Oyate Herbals, um, Mm -hmm. you have CBD products. So we just have a couple of minutes left. So tell us a, a little bit about what people can find at your store. Okay. Well, we carry a full line of high potency, full spectrum tinctures. We also carry um, uh, CBD gummies um, uh, in a fuller range of uh, for calming. For uh, I have one that has uh, zinc and D3s and and stuff to help elderberry that helps boost the immune system. Um, I also carry dog treats uh, to help our pets. So, yeah, and then my my one and only famous that everybody can't live without, my CBD pain salve that every elder, I think, out there <laughs> uses to keep them going because, you know, they've had different surgeries and, and things like that, and they're back to walking and at least being able to function without being in pain. So tell me a little bit more about this. We just have a couple minutes left, but when you say pain salve, so what, what, are, you, what are you saying? Like CBD take the pain away? Uh, well, when you uh, merge it with other herbs, absolutely. Uh, my pain salve actually has uh, four different anti-inflammatories in it. We have comfrey, which actually stimulates new cell growth. So we're in, and we're going to bring the healthy cells to fix any damage that could possibly be there. Uh, we have uh, arnica, which is a wonderful pain reliever. A lot of people use arnica uh, for pain. Uh, it also has calendula, which is really good for the skin. It also helps um, heal, speed up the healing process. And then it has 100 milligrams of Rick Simpson oil, which is uh, a very highly concentrated form of CBD. So you have the four anti-inflammatories. I also use different essential oils. Uh, which helps open up those pores so it goes directly in to the muscles. Um, I've actually seen it take three different people's torn rotator cuffs. Granted, we didn't have a complete separation. We still had had something that would just tear, heal it, okay. put it back together, and they kept him out of surgery. So it's it's a wonderful salve. It really, really is done. It's impressed me even though I made it. <laughs> I was like, wow, this does wonders even more than what I thought it would. What do you call it? 
Uh, it's just my extra strength CBD pain salve. Extra strength CBD pain salve. Okay, to yep. look that up or to contact you. So before we go here, then Tammy, it's a pleasure to talk with you as always. So tell everybody all the places where they can find you uh, online or in the real world. Okay. Well, they can always go to my website, order online. I ship all over the United States at oyateherbals.com. I do several different uh, shows throughout Colorado. You can always Mm. um, follow me on Instagram or Facebook. You'll always know where I'm at. Uh, what do they search come... for on uh, Instagram and whatever to find you? Oyate Herbals. Okay. Yeah, everything is under Oyate Herbals. Mm-hmm. Or they could just, you know, look me up, Tammy Lowell. Um, you'll find me either way. Uh, I also have uh, two different apothecaries, uh, one in Florissant, Colorado, the other in Lake City, Colorado. Um, or you can get all of my direct contact information, my phone number, and just give me a call. All right. Sounds good. Tammy, thank you so much for being on the show today. As always, welcome you back anytime that I have a chance to talk to you again. (laughs) And thank you to everybody else who has tuned in today. I am Ross Morasso. Until next time. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you, A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.